The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Lighten Radio with your host, Jay-Z Bown. Are you ready to see what you have in store for yourself? In this program, we'll help you make the incredible transformation into the person who gets to live their fullest potential, plus share life skills, tips, and experiences that Jay-Z has learned as an intuitive. Now, let's get started. Here is Jay-Z Bown. Welcome to Lighten Radio. I'm your host, Jay-Z Bown, and it's a pleasure to connect with you today and discuss the topic of continuous evolution of the self. I'm joined by Nina Shoprapalova, the author of Trust the Mystery, Questions, Quotes, and Quantum Wisdom, and editor of inspiring autobiographical, transformational, and spiritual books, and a fellow light worker. Hello, a warm welcome to you, Nina. Oh, thank you so much, Daisy. Lovely <laughs> to be here. Ah, oh, so now a light worker, for those who don't know what it is, um, it is a being that is dedicated to the cultivation of inner presence and an expansion of consciousness, which basically means the, evolu- ev- the elevation of awareness in the self and in others. And um, as an example of, the, of a light worker, how would you define yourself, Nina? Oh, my goodness. Um, I liked your definition, you know, I, I, I have been using the term, I think, for myself in, um, in, in certain circles for, for some time, because I feel that that's really our purpose for being on the earth, is to um, live through our challenges and to recognize that those challenges are there so that we can become more greatly aligned, better aligned with divine source, which is love and light. And so a light worker, I, I guess for me, is somebody who, who works to attain greater light and love in their own lives and, and does some work in the service of others to accomplish the same in their lives. Mm, lovely. I love I love that description. Mm. Um, so I actually looked up Doreen Virtue's definition of light worker as well. Uh-huh. Um, and she says light workers are those who volunteered before coming here to Earth to help the planet and its population heal from the effects of fear. And uh, each light worker is here for a sacred purpose. And um in my opinion, nobody knows what that is, only the individual themselves, and they're to discover that through discovering themselves. And um, this is a lot of what your book is about, is it not? Um, yes, the author- it is. yes, very definitely it is. It's about discovering uh, who we are uh, in, in every possible way. Um, I know when I was very young, I used to do all those puzzles or, you know, 20 questions. Find out who you are. (laughs) 
uh, whether it was in a magazine or a book or whatever it was, uh, the newspaper, and I, I always used to enjoy doing them, and I would find out, you know, was I more introverted than the next person or or more of a musician than the next person or more of a whatever it was. But I think, um, and, and I've carried on with that desire to know more and more about who is at the core of myself. And I believe we are all just as fascinated about that because when we're living within the body, um, we don't see ourselves smile. We don't see ourselves act. We, you know, um, engage with others. Uh, we don't see how we look when we speak. We don't know who we are, basically. And and so I think when, that's one of the things that we're doing throughout our lives is knowing more and more who we are and and what makes gives us the greatest joy, and whatever that is, is often our challenge and our gift at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's, well, there's so much about this getting to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I also feel that, um, that, that the importance of getting to know ourselves and to see ourselves as different from the next person is also a process in which we recognize that all those differences in the end are are quite meaningless because what has the greatest meaning is that thing that doesn't change and isn't different. And that's that's the light that we can all get to, the love that we can all get to. Right, yes. And also I think it's coming to the understanding that we are all one, that we're all just manifesting at different times in different examples of creator. Yes. I, I sometimes use the crass phrase, uh, we're all chips off the old block. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, um, in, your, in your book, it's, it's so great because you give such a broad, um, like, understanding of spirituality um, without any particular opinion, you know, it's like you're not going in one direction. You're just giving a blanket look. This is how I see it, and it's pretty huge. And yeah. I have some ideas and tips for, you know, and questions you, you pose to the readers for how yeah. to help people to discover themselves and their light within. Yes. Thank you, Josie. Yeah, it's lovely. I love. Um speaking with people who've had my book for a little while, and clearly it is not a fast read. <laughs> Trust the mystery. Oh, excuse me, the noise of my computer. Trust the mystery is uh, it's a slow read because it's like taking yourself on the journey. Um, and uh, each of the chapters I present and each of the little scenes within the chapters are different ways to unpack who you are. And as you say, I don't, I don't sort of, I, I try to avoid saying this is, this is the right way to do it. I, I feel that there are many, many millions, no doubt, of ways to get there, as, as many as there are of us. Absolutely. Yeah, well, well put. As many as there are as us, because each individual is creator, 
And yeah. we all have our own journey to get back to the highest vibration of creator, which is yeah. the, you know, this unconditional love, this source. And um, no one can tell you how to do it. Or, you know, it has to be come from what feels right within. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think so, our, our, our inner guidance, if, if that if that is what somebody finds through reading my book, I will be absolutely thrilled because we do all have really strong inner guidance. Uh, the subtitle of my book is Questions, Quotes, and Quantum Wisdom. The quotes are there because there are so many wonderful light workers who don't even use that term who have uh, spoken a truth or written a truth in ways that really can go straight to our heart. And then I ask questions to take people also into their hearts and into their own deeper knowing. And I call that ability that each of us has to turn to our own wisdom, I call that quantum wisdom. Um, anyway, I can talk more about that if you want. But. Yeah, lovely. Um, I just love how you're, where you're leading with this, that, you know, you're saying it, it really comes down to, I think this is what you're saying, ultimately is going within to the heart and, yeah. and feeling from that place rather than, you know, what's going on outside, what's other people saying, what, what you know, what is, you know, even um, religious or spiritual people who we look up to, like, let's say Buddha, you know, yeah. what are they saying? It's like, no, what, what are you saying? Because you know your way, only you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you have any tips in your book on, on how people can listen to their heart? Um, probably scattered through her. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you do actually um, mention listening to the senses, the, 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 you know, just paying attention and yeah. being more aware, yeah. uh, generally speaking. Yeah, I, I think that um, two things come to mind. One is, that we are who we are, whatever we're doing. So it doesn't really matter if we're swimming or if we're writing a book. We are the same, and we will bring very similar energies to both of those activities. And in, in saying that, um, one of the things that I've dabbled in just briefly and consulted on more is feng shui, mm. which is this um, Asian practice of uh, arranging your house in such a way as it gives you the best energies to live. Mm -hmm. um, and some of it is, is extremely practical. Um, and so it's important to realize that, the, that our environment is totally a reflection of who we are. And so we can look at each part of our environment, you know, whether that's our office space or if it's our music room or if it's our kitchen. Each of those places reflect back to us who we are. And so if we strive to become someone that we haven't become yet or we strive to know more of who we truly are, if we can put some of the symbols that resonate for us into some of our spaces and places, then we can 
continue that move in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and so for me, that looks like uh, one of the things for me is music. And so um, my office is the same space as my music room. <laughs> They're all one room. And, and I have in it um, standing bells, um, you know, singing bowls, uh, another term for them, and um, tuning forks and a rainmaker and all, all sorts of things like that because, you know, that's one of the ways of looking at divine source in the beginning was the word. In the beginning right. was om. Om and is vibration, right? Yes, absolutely. Everything is energy and energy is vibration and frequency. And yeah. so, you know, pay attention to what it is that you're bringing in and supporting yourself. You know, music supports you, nourishes you. This is what you need, yeah. right? It's, it's, that's not right for everybody. It's not everybody's truth. Exactly. Um, yeah, and same with feng shui. I absolutely agree. And yeah. um, what one of my modalities is um, traditional Chinese medicine, which is also known as oriental medicine. And um, that is based on the Tao, which is just basically it translates to the way, <laughs> the way things are, the way things flow. There is a, a natural energy to all things. And, yeah. um, you know, Chinese medicine is studying the, basically the feng shui of the body. <laughs> oh, that's how a things, lovely. Yeah, that's how things a lovely are working. way of describing it, yes. Yeah. Working in the body. And then, you know, we have the exterior world, which actually helps you out as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I did speak to a feng shui uh, tutor once. Mm -hmm. And she said that, you know, 40% of your your life, um, as in what you would like to manifest, can be influenced through feng shui. Just the placement of things in your home and the energy flow. Um, so that it nourishes you and, and it's based upon you, your star sign, which is something you're, you're interested in as well, is uh, the yes. astrology you said. Yes. And um, the the age of the house, the position. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many factors because everything is energy, you know, and I'd really love people to start thinking more in terms of energy. Yeah. That, that things, you know, well, one it's, of, all, one of, it's all one energy. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Oh, no, go ahead. One, one of the things which I do give as an example in my book, um, and it's on the inside door of my office, so that, and my office is basically, it's, it's a room in our house, so people very seldom come into my office. But when you close the door, there's, a, there's an image there, which is, um, it's two, the, the words author. It's author, and underneath is author again. So it sort of looks like a reflection, and the T is replaced in one place by a, by a sphinx, um, and in the other place by uh, a fleur-de-lis. Um, and I knew from about 2009 or so that I was going to be writing a book, but I got very easily distracted. So I wanted to keep concentrating on the fact that I was... Uh, trying to compile a book, and so I put that image, and it, it you know, it's it's just like a um, like a simple mind map or something, just to say, try and focus on this. So, and it and it 
did help. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's up to each person. Responsibility is my theme. But uh, the, a big message of, of what I try to teach yeah. You have to take these actions for yourself. You know, what, what has meaning for you and yeah. place that where it has meaning and is going to influence you. That's um, right. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, time for us to take a short break. Okay. Uh, this is Jay-Z Bown, and my guest is Nina Shopropolova. You're listening to Light and Radio with Jay-Z Bown on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. Stay tuned. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay-Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay-Z Bound. Intuitive Acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay-Z Baum for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jayzbaum.com and register for a class today. Again, that's jzbown.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jz at jzbound.com. That's jzbown.com. Now, back to Light and Radio. Welcome back to Light and Radio. This is Jay-Z Bound, and the topic of discussion today is the continuous evolution of the self. I'm joined by Nina Shopropolova, author of Trust the Mystery, Questions, Quotes, and Quantum Wisdom. And uh, we, just, we started our, our conversation today on lightworkers, and um, I did actually find an article by Doreen Virtue, and I just wanted to mention these eight traits that she lists because there are light workers who are listening who actually don't realize they're light workers yet. So oh, I just, wow. wanted to, just wanted to read this out. So one, a light worker may feel called to heal others. Two, they want to resolve the world's social and environmental problems. Three, they believe that spiritual methods can heal any situation. Four, they have had mystical experiences such as psychic premonitions or angelic encounters. Five, they have endured harsh life experiences that eroded the knowledge of your divine perfection. Six, they want to heal their own life as a first step in healing the world. Seven, they feel compelled to write, teach or counsel about their um, own healing experiences. And eight, they feel a sense of time urgency to fulfill their mission before they know um, 
that they're here and that they're here for a higher purpose. And even if they're unsure how to fulfill it, they just know. So um, I just thought that would be great to uh, share that for those who are not sure. That's totally beautiful. Yeah, I thought that was that was well put. Yeah. Um, so we were discussing um, uh, feng shui, basically, that any, everything is energy and yeah. that um, you use music, actually, as a way to support you. And you use music in a number of ways, do you not, for, um, that, that you would consider in a spiritual fashion? I do, yes. Um, I, I sing with several choirs. Uh, one is a church choir. One is a city soul choir. I sing with um, a small group. Uh, I sort of tongue-in-cheek call us a band, but we are a band, uh, and we uh, perform at all sorts of simple events. Um, and, and for that, I, I, I sing. We all sing. Uh, but I also use various, uh, what I call noisemakers. I have a, a, a rain stick and a, a guiro and... Um, wood blocks and a djembe, just various ways of uh, making sound. <laughs> um, I also sing solo, but I also sing at home on my own and right. uh, sing with standing bells. And and I'm always listening to um, probably somewhat eclectic music. <laughs> Um, and um, so sound is also a healing. Um, yeah. And I, I know that you've actually used used this um, with the tones and the chakras before. Yeah. With, yeah. Um, could you talk about that a little bit more? Yes. Um, I attended Jonathan Goldman's he, uh, Healing Sound Intensive a couple of years back and found it absolutely wonderful. Um, and, and he taught us so many different ways of, of approaching the chakras as sound, um, uh, the root note being C and then going up by uh, one note of the scale for each chakra. And I have worked with that sort of extensively um, on the mental plane, uh, thinking more about uh, the the actual vibration of sound and the vibration of color and how so many in so many ways these things align together. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely, and in yeah. fact, some people even see sound in color. Yes, and and spirit. Uh, so spirit meaning human beings who have lived in physical form and are now expired. Um, are in spirit and they report saying, you know, now we see things in color. We, we hear things in color. <laughs> we we yeah. see things in a whole new way because we're vibrating at a higher frequency now, now that we've left the dense um, physical body and, okay. and all, all of those, you know, dense such as fear-based energies that go along with the uh, physical body. Yeah, and um, I've actually had an experience myself of of sound therapy. I first heard of this uh, many years ago. Uh, it was being um, researched in um, Germany, and it was being used. Uh, we're going back like about twenty years, 
Right. And um, so that was pretty cutting cutting edge back then, and um, far out there, I guess. Yeah. And and I was like, wow, you know, this is pretty cool. If I ever get the the opportunity, uh, I'd I'd love to um, experience that. And I'd say the most. Well, I've had a couple of profound sound therapy experiences. One was I recognized someone from a previous incarnation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd, she'd actually been my grandmother amongst a, a number of different roles we've played together. And though we didn't speak to each other, I, 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 heard, I overheard her speaking. And uh-huh. her, her voice, it wasn't what she was saying, I couldn't hear what she was saying, but the, I could feel the vibration of, of her voice going into my body. And it, it vibrated the cells on the left side of my body, on the, the main trunk area. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, that is sound therapy. Something just happened there. I just got a healing of some kind yeah. just by hooking up with this um, person, this being who I've already had relations with. Yeah. Um, it felt like, you know, that was that was it. Um, I, I never spoke to them because it, it didn't feel the need. I felt like I'd got our interaction uh, was completed. And the other was um, I've had a few experiences of, thank the heavens, <laughs> of hearing beyond the physical hearing. Okay. And that has been delightful, and and the most delightful. I mean, just the the, the sounds are exquisite, absolutely exquisite, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and even colours even are absolutely exquisite beyond the physical. It's like wow, not of this earth colours, not of this earth sounds is the only way I can describe yeah. it. Yeah. And um, I was listening to someone play a musical instrument once, and lo and behold, I'm hearing this like a compliment from this band (laughs) on the other dimensions wherever they were coming from they were like playing along with this person it was magical absolutely magical so yeah yeah it's been it's been an absolute delight yeah so so the, the toning you were saying with the chakras by making certain tones and and would you mind um you know, giving us a, you know, maybe two or three, making a couple of tones, you can affect um, each different chakra within the body and bring them into alignment, I assume, is that? that yes. And, you know, um, the, the wonderful thing is that really our intention um, can accomplish so much. Jonathan Goldman says uh, that intention plus, I've forgotten the actual formula that he uses, but uh, intention plus uh, what you do equals the results that you're after. In -hmm. other words, if you decide that uh, your root chakra uh, vibrates at C, and C on the piano is the, 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 it's a fairly central note, and if you run your fingers up for seven more notes above it, uh, you'll play all the white keys and you play the major scale. Um, so from C to the C above is all the white notes. Um, and if you decide that the, each of those notes uh, corresponds with one of the chakras in your body and you decide that this is how you're going to tune your body, then that will be what you accomplish by playing those notes. 
And you can do that with, um, with tuning forks, with singing bowls, with your own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so much of, of what we do in our lives is through intention. If Absolutely. we decide that such and such is going to accomplish such and such end result that we want to accomplish, then frequently it will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In, intention, it, it literally creates and moves energy. Where yeah. it, there's, a, there's a saying I like to use, where intention goes, energy flows. Oh, because, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's part of it, isn't it? It, it is. I mean, we, we, we do create just just with intention, and when we have the intention, we take the action. That's the next step. That's um, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and taking the responsibility, because, you know, some people can intend to win the lottery, let's, let's say. <laughs> right. But not, but not, like, take the action to... Um, get what they really want, which is perhaps more financial security. Yeah, yeah. that's right. More of a, on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, going back to um, this kind of broad picture we, we were discussing around um, how you, you, you're using, en- you know, you see everything as energy and um, you're into astrology and numerology, yeah. um, you're saying right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I feng shui. So. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the numerology? Because I actually was lucky enough to, from Nina, get a reading on my business um, names. Um, and you then gave me the, the number and the meaning of that number, which is the energetic vibration that something is giving off. Yeah. Um, so, for example... Um, health and ascension facilitator is a different vibration to facilitator of health and ascension. Exactly. And they sound pretty much alike. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, but the, some of the words are a little bit different. For instance, in your health and facilitation, uh, sorry, health and ascension facilitator, you're using an ampersand, uh, which counts as a zero in numerology in this particular field whereas A-N-D counts uh, for a different number. But mm-hmm. uh, what, what is pretty intriguing is that when we're born into this world, our birth date is something that we have chosen. We have chosen the best time to be born to the parents that we've agreed to be born to, um, into the circumstances that we agree to be born into. And so what, what many people take as chance, their birth date and maybe their name, is actually chosen frequently by themselves. I was just saying uh, with a friend yesterday, we were, I, I forget how the topic came about, but um, I can remember when my daughter was born, uh, and and uh, we had had a, a couple of names in mind, uh, female names and ma- masculine names, and uh, although I was pretty sure she was a girl. Um, but the moment that she was born, the doctor said, and what is her name? And I gave him her name instantly, even though it had not been actually decided. <laughs> but it's as though the child, the baby, the, the soul that is coming into that human body, they already know what their name is to be. 
And so, mm-hmm. um, so there are basically two fields of astrology. One is based on, uh, uh, sorry, not astrology, um, numerology. And the first is based on uh, Pythagorean uh, numerology, which is a, a pretty simple way to calculate um, the, the number for different uh, things, such as our name and our birth date. But then when we look at something like our current name or the title of a book um, or the name for a workshop, those vibrate present moment instantly. Um, And we have lots of choice around that. Uh, You know, I have lots of choice around how I have my name. Uh, You you do too. Everybody does, whether they Mm -hmm. have their full name spoken or just part of their name. And that name, if it does not, it, it is calculated um, numerologically uh, through Chaldean numerology, which dates back a long way further back uh, than Pythagorean. And there are negative and positive energies, fortunate and unfortunate energies that come through with current names. And it is quite intriguing to, um, now that I have this under my belt, to look at various uh, people, for instance, you know, friends or or authors or people in the news, and you look at their names, and I do a calculation to see whether their name is actually assisting them in their lives to accomplish what they came to accomplish, or if it is putting up roadblocks, and often a, a person's name is putting up big roadblocks. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I wonder how frequently that, that happens. I, I do know for me personally, um, the names that I was given, and I've been given two first names, I, I'm, I'm being adopted. I had um, my first um, parents gave me a name, and then my second parents gave me a different name. And um, none of them felt right, yeah. and it, it was so it was so evident. I mean, as I as I woke up more, I became more aware of how I felt. Um, it, it it got to the point of you know I'd say you know I'd meet someone, and yeah. I wouldn't be sh- I, I'd be thinking I'm going to have to tell you my name is, and I'm not going to say what it is, <laughs> but um, you know, and I'm like. But that's not my name, and it feels like I'm lying. Isn't you know? that interesting? Yeah. And until I did did find or work out, figure out, you know, how to say my name um, yeah. and what 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 that is, and I used my initials of what my first name, my first given name was, and my second given name, yeah. and that created Jay Z. And right. and once it once it. Once it all clicked in, it was like, yes, that is it. And it feels so right. Yeah. And I've, I've actually had a couple of clients come in and, you know, right off the bat, I'm like, that is not your name. <laughs> and right. they're like, yes, I know. Like, how can you tell someone like that? It's a really weird thing, but I know that that's not my name. And yeah. all, all I can say is, you know, if anybody else is in the same situation as I was is, you know, really think about it, sit on it, try to do a few different things, and perhaps your name hasn't come yet because you're not ready, because Jay-Z is actually, it was too powerful of a name for me to carry 
previously till I had done more inner work on myself. That's so, right. So, you know, it did take, you know, about a year or two to figure that out whilst I came into carrying the energy that my name could carry. That's right, okay. because actually your name carries an energy that creates instant manifestations. And if you are, um, and so that's in, in, instant manifestation of whatever situation you think of. And so if you had adopted it too early and had been thinking uh, negatively in any way, that would have manifested. Right, so it would have made my life so much more difficult. <laughs> That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so everything yeah, all works out for the best. But yeah. uh, it's time to take a short break. We'll be uh, coming back with Nina Shropropolova, the author of Trust the Mystery, and myself, Jay-Z Bound, and we're going to continue our discussion on the continuously evolving self. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay-Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay-Z Bound. Intuitive acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay-Z Bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jzbound.com and register for a class today. Again, that's jzbown.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jz at jzbound.com. That's jzbown.com. Now, back to Lighten Radio. Welcome back. This is Jay-Z Bound, and the topic of discussion today is continuous evolution of the self. I'm joined by Nina Shoropralova, the author of Trust the Mystery. And um, you're not just an author, but you're also an editor. You edit inspiring autobiographical, transformational, and spiritual books. And yeah. that sounds pretty exciting. It is. It's wonderful. Um, I'm, uh, it, it's intriguing that you would list those eight qualities of a light worker in the previous previous segment, um, and, and they came from Doreen Virtue. I'm a great follower of Doreen Virtue. I have um, a box of her angel tarot cards on my desk right this moment, and I picked a card before we went on this call so that it would give me some... Uh, confidence and also some ideas of uh, feeling grounded as well. And I picked Page of Earth, which is a lovely card. <laughs> anyway, but what you said about um, the light workers, uh, two of the things you said were that um, people have a great desire to evolve themselves and to work 
on their own journey of becoming um, a light worker. And frequently, those are the books that I am editing, and it's wonderful to see the authors uh, looking closely at their own story, their own lives, and finding um, that path through their lives that has brought them to a more settled and a more knowing part of themselves. Um, and and it, it seems to be something that people start to do more likely in their 40s and after. Um, some are a lot younger, and I think it can be a more painful journey when it comes in too early. Uh, but I think by the time we're sort of in our 40s and our 50s, we can we can look back on our lives and see the the dots and and by connecting those dots, we can start to see much more clearly where it is we're going and how we can keep evolving and keep right. growing into that greater, deeper, broader aspect of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, so um, in your book, just to mm-hmm. change the subject a little bit, sure. I just I just love how you say you're an actress to take on different roles. So you just get to experience different things. So you actually have a more enriching, fulfill, fulfilling yes. experience of yes. life. <laughs> yes. I've, I've always acted. My mother did a lot of theater when I was growing up. I used to uh, run her lines with her. You know, she'd be the part with whoever she was going to be, and I'd, I'd speak all the other parts. <laughs> so, so when did you come to the conclusion that you could actually live more life or more lifetimes in this life through acting? Exactly. And, and it's what, what happens because, um, you know, when we take on a role, as on the, whether it's on the stage or off the stage, we have to learn about the the life that that role informs so it, when i'm on the but, stage but, I, but not only that if 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 i'm correct you have to literally take on that energy like that vibration of absolutely. of that other like you you've shifted who you are you're not the same person absolutely if you if you're a good actor that is <laughs> <laughs> and and that can be a quite a lonely place on stage i've experienced that um, I've experienced all sorts of things in the, in the different uh, roles that I've taken on on the stage, um, and and it 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 it's like as you say, it's like living a number of lifetimes in this one. And, and honestly, I would encourage anybody to do acting because you start to be more sensitive of those around us who who have got greater challenges than maybe we do, or have uh, decided to take on more right. and, and so are li- approaching life in a, in a challenging way. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's great. Like it, it, I just, the, the saying walking a mile in someone else's shoes comes to mind that's as you so said true. that. Yeah. And, so um, and, and each lifetime as what, as far as I see it is, it's just a character. We're playing a character and yeah. that character is based on our personality and our life experiences of this time, lifetime. And, and our yeah. physical body is just an outfit. It's a costume we're wearing. That's and, right. and what I see a lot in, in, in practice is, you know, clients sometimes are, you know, they're upset at their weight or that they, they don't look a certain way. And, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is not you. This is just your outfit. 
right. you know, and, and people identify with their outfit. Yeah. You know, they're like, this is me. And it's like, no, well, yes, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Just for you're, this lifetime. It's, 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 there's so many different parts of us. I, it, it reminds me of a um, experience I had a, a spirit, a, a being, uh, a different consciousness came into my body. Oh, my. And it started to animate my body. So that was a really peculiar experience because I was fully conscious in my body. Uh-huh. And if, if I wanted to move my arm, say, and the spirit wanted to, it would have power over me. But whatever it wasn't animating, I could control. Mm. So it was, it was really peculiar because I, it would just, let's say, take control of my left arm and be waving around. There's nothing I could do to stop it. And um, at one point, it took over my whole body, and I was just flipping around the floor. I had no idea where I was because, you know, oh, when you, you consciously move yourself, you're like, okay, I'm going to roll 10, 10 times to the right. <laughs> I, oh. I was so lost. <laughs> and, oh, um, that's Yeah, but, you know, I was like, well, what, what can I do in this situation? It's not going to last forever. Uh-huh. And, and, and what's happening? Well, I was an observer, I was an observer in my own body. I, I got the opportunity to to feel that my mind, my body, and it was all separated. Right. So, so, so I was a consciousness just experiencing, you know, another consciousness in in the same body. How and, amazing! And and that really, really kind of was a real teaching. I mean, it was a teaching in a number of ways, but but one was that you know this body it is an elf it is separate you know that they are separate things that are all connected yeah. in the same way we're connected to all things you know we you know the the um the body is is likeness to god um yeah so um i mean obviously there are other learnings um such as um not you know boundaries <laughs> yeah and uh, you know, a couple of other things, but um, anyway, I, I yeah, how, was, how wonderful that you were able to identify with the observer so easily in that uh, what must have been a very challenging event experience. It, it was, it was. I was like, this is definitely the strangest thing I've ever done. <laughs> My goodness, because because you know, I was just I was just the observer. It's like, okay, off we go. Here we go. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, it was up to me. I could, I was in control of my mind. So it was up to me whether I got upset or, you know, yeah. um, so the other thing that it taught me other than boundaries was, you know, I'm, I'm the boss of me. Mm-hmm. It, it, like I, you know, no one has the right, no one, nothing has the right to overtake me and, yeah. and, you know, my rights so you know it was it was a good it was you know all in all a good experience uh but certainly not one that i'd ever want to experience again (laughs) (laughs) And and i think that's the thing isn't it in life we do have the choice of how we view our experiences you know we can we can um say oh it wasn't that terrible i never want this to happen again but we can also learn from them because uh each experience brings its uh brings either a challenge or a, or a, a joy or an ease but 
um, we can learn from all of our experiences. Absolutely. Every, everything you experience, whether it's good or bad, it's an opportunity. Opportunity. Yes. Opportunity to what? Well, decide whether you're going to make this be a, a lesson for your highest and best and spiritual development or whether you're going to let yourself get upset and, um, okay. you know, regress into fear and, you know, those sorts of things. But Absolutely. take the opportunity to, and see yeah. it as an opportunity, all challenges. That's right. I, I have an email question. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, from Pat, who asks, what's the um, impact of other lifetimes on this current one? So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this. Um, so we bring in an essence of the being we are as a soul, and we bring this throughout lifetimes. We develop virtues. Virtues is what um, we get to take with us when we die. So you know, through taking these opportunities, we learn virtues like love, compassion, generosity, kindness. And our souls are constantly growing. You know, as humans, we're constantly growing, but our souls are constantly growing too. So, you know, when we take the opportunities, we're taking the opportunities not just for this lifetime, but our future lifetimes. And yeah. ultimately, our goal is to become enlightened beings closer to that vibration, that highest vibration of the all that is, which is this unconditional love. Yeah. And um, so, you know, as, as we're... we're um, evolving we we have the decision we have free will decisions our, our soul first of all comes in um like like you said earlier it, it decides the time we're born well it also decides what we're going to learn it decides a uh, number of things yeah. um and then we have the free will the free will um of what each individual wants to do with the every second moment yeah. um and, um, you know, if, if a soul has decided to advance a lot, it will often take on a lot of challenges because yeah. it's through challenges that we're given these opportunities to grow and expand and learn these virtues and just become bigger and um, consciously expanded so that we're more consciously aware of this all that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and often these, uh, you know, if you do have... Um, big challenges often they are childhood traumas or events and they keep cycling out and reappearing through your life until you take the opportunities to resolve them and my recommendation is please resolve them because you know they they cycle back and they can get worse until we what start lot, to listen yeah so what a lot of people do is they push them down mm-hmm yeah yeah. And I think we were talking about intention, Jay-Z, and I think, um, you know, I, I've made an intention to live into my mid-90s in a health, healthy body uh, right. with a healthy mind and still being of service and productive. And so I live toward that end goal, and that allows me to keep learning and keep expanding my life. Um right. And, and and it's because I know that I'm going to get another one <laughs> and another one and another one. And so right. by living these uh, these later years of my life, I'm now into my seventh decade. So uh, and I know I've got several more decades to live, and I I want to do that um, 
intentionally and to keep learning. And I believe we take much of our learning with us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I personally have every intention of entering my next incarnation as clean and clear as I possibly can. (laughs) Yes. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, it's it's been an absolute delight having you with us today. Oh, Um, thank you so much. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you. It's been a pleasure um, talking to you. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone for connecting with me on Light and Radio. Um, I hope um, people can take away some of the inspiration and food for thought from today's show. And if you have any questions you'd like to like for me to answer in a future show, please write in. You can write in to Jay-Z at jayzbound.com. And um, I'd love to see if I can answer them for you on, um, on air. And I also invite you to check out my services and classes, which are all geared to assisting the advancement, the speed and ease of spiritual growth and development. My website, jayzbound.com, caters to those who are interested in evolving themselves. Um, And remember, it is you, it's you who decides how bright to shine your light, who you want to be, how you want to develop, whether you want to continue your soul growth or not. It's completely up to you, but you take responsibility for yourself. Join me next week and let's see if we can make you shine a little more brighter. Thank you for tuning in to Lighten Radio. Please join your host, Jay-Z Bound, for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Become your best you this week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.